Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. All that is important comes in quietness and waiting. That's a quote from Patrick Lindsay. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Hannah Hundle and the theme for our show today is the gift of relaxation. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Please visit bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation and get more information about how you can be part of our mission to increase literacy in positive message media. It's always the season for giving, so give big! Today we have Caitlin talking about the importance of relaxation in all of our lives. Take it away, Caitlin! Hi, everyone. It is so great to be back again this week and especially talking about this topic. It's definitely something that is important to me, the gift of relaxation. Now that the holidays have come to a close, I hope that we have all found some peace and quiet and tranquility in our lives. No matter what time of year, though, I think that we all find ourselves stressed out and in need of relaxation. In this segment, I want to share some of the tools that I use and how I find relaxation, although it's definitely a very personal thing, and sometimes maybe what works for me might not work for you, so uh, just be open to new ideas and trying it all out. So to start off, relaxation is something that we can all achieve. I've heard so many people equate relaxing with money, saying things like, I'm so stressed, I need a vacation, or I wish I had money to go to the spa, or so on. And although a vacation or a spa visit would be very, very nice, (laughs) I think that it's just not always feasible. But finding relaxation, I mean, it can be absolutely free. So I think that sometimes people overlook the simplicity of it. Mm -hmm. um, And we just forget about all those wonderful resources around us. So here are a few of my favorite ways to relax. Um, The first way that I kind of would like to talk about, again, so simple, is just going on a walk. I think that taking a walk can be extremely helpful and just going out to nature and breathing. Mm -hmm. If there is a local park um, near where you live, um, I'm pretty lucky because there is a park right around the block from me. And I am constantly going there just to Mm -hmm. relax and take in the nature, especially Mm -hmm. if your house or workplace has distractions it can be good just to extricate yourself for a little bit I actually remember when I was still living at home this was before I left for college and in my Mm -hmm. house we have three dogs three cats and I also have two scissors (laughs) exactly it's definitely pretty crazy it's always a tad bit noisy there's always people coming in and out which is fun and exciting but 
when you want a little bit of peace and quiet, that can be hard to find. And so going for a walk was just a fantastic method mm-hmm. for me for relaxation. And it's something that I think all of us overlook, like going for a walk. That's we all do that, yeah. you know, <laughs> but I, I really, day. what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like my legs, they move, but yeah, like it actually makes, um, I think a pretty big difference if you just consciously go out and, you know, relax and make it an effort. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like you might want to like think a little bit too, as you're walking, there's, you know, a little bit of effort put into it, but, um, it's, it's such a simple way. And I wanted to share it, even though it's literally so simple, all you need is, you know, your body, (laughs) but, uh, it's definitely pretty helpful for me. Um, the next way is taking a bath. And again, I feel like this is various, like stereotypical technique. You always see in the movies, like the girl, you know, is sitting in like a bath with all like, the bubbles and she's like, oh, mm. relaxing. But it's so true. <laughs> I think that, you know, doing that is just really, really helpful. Um, and you can always add bath salts and bath bombs or even essential oils. And these always enhance your experience. And it's definitely relaxing um, as well. The next way that I try to relax is through volunteering. So as many of you may know, or maybe not, I am very dedicated to community service and giving back to others. And I actually started a 501c3 nonprofit when I was 12 years old. It's called the Angels of God Community Outreach, and we give Mm -hmm. out clothing, food, and more to those in need. So for me, spending some time to lend a hand and help others always leaves me full of love and compassion and just feeling really great. I think that it's the perfect way to unwind, especially if you choose a more low-key activity. I know that some volunteering (laughs) is probably in very high-stress environments, but I think that if you choose something a little more subdued, (laughs) it'll work out. At my organization, I'll spend hours sorting through donations, folding and hanging clothes, and I find this so relaxing, and it's a very quiet activity, so I really enjoy doing that. Ah. Now, the next way that I use uh, relaxation techniques is through yoga. I definitely became more immersed in yoga meditation after I moved to Los Angeles. There, I feel like <laughs> California in general, there's a very large oh, yeah. there, uh-huh, which is uh-huh. actually, it's pretty wonderful. Because, I mean, living and growing up in New Jersey, mm-hmm. I don't know, I never tried yoga. I kind of thought it was like a <laughs> weird West Coast thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are these people? Am I going to like go on a juice cleanse now? I kind of like made oh, fun God. of it a little bit, which is horrible <laughs> because once I actually tried it and really mm-hmm. gave it a chance and, you know, didn't think that it was like some weird activity. Once I actually did it, I was like, wow, this is awesome. This is so relaxing. I really enjoy it. It's good exercise. Yeah. And I just, uh, I feel like I got a lot out of it. And I think that there is a reason why so many people flock to yoga and meditation Mm -hmm. for relaxation. And I think it's because it works generally, at least it does for me. I feel very grounded after practicing both. And nowadays, there are so many resources, especially if you don't know where to get started, or maybe if you live in a more rural area. I know where I was growing up, it just, I didn't know anyone who did yoga meditation. It was kind of a foreign concept. Um, But I feel pretty lucky today because there are apps and books and I actually use an app Mm -hmm. called Headspace and it's really great it's a guided meditation and especially if you don't really know what to do I remember when I first started I'm like I'm just sitting here thinking I don't know what I'm doing and so it's very helpful and then there's other resources too like YouTube videos and again books are really great so 
um, those are really wonderful ways to relax as well. And I think just being open to new ideas and trying new things is really important. So those are all of my favorite ways to relax. But of course, everyone has different methods. So whether it's art and you find rejuvenation through drawing or painting, or maybe it's really stress relieving when you bake or cook, or perhaps going to the gym and running for an hour will help you keep the stress away. My advice is just, again, to try anything and everything in order to figure out what works best for you. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Caitlin. You brought up a number of excellent points. I think when I think of relaxation, I think there's both mindful relaxation and mindless relaxation. I love how you mentioned folding clothes and hanging clothes and sorting through things, but sort of like a mindless activity, which can take your mind off of maybe more stressful things. Um, it's a great way to unwind. But I also love mindful rest and relaxation. And, and I, too, have um, I've been doing yoga for a number of years now. And, you know, it is one of my favorite activities to do, particularly at night, I think, before I go to bed. It's super important to decompress and to kind of forget the events of the day and establish a more positive outlook moving forward into the next day so we don't kind of carry any negative energy that may have pent up throughout the day with us, right? We can start each day with a clean a clean start. So I love to do yoga at nighttime right before I go to bed. Oh, and I love that. I found, That's an awesome perspective. You know, I think it's fantastic because what I found is, you know, I, I first took a lot of classes and then when I felt more comfortable doing the poses by myself, I kind of teach myself now each night. And um, it's really helpful because if I'm studying, for example, and I've been sitting for a long period of time and I feel certain parts of my body starting to kind of constrict, um, I can do poses that I know will help me release tension in those different areas. So I think it's a great mindful way to relax. So I think there's definitely a way to relax for everyone, whether, whether you walk kind of a mindless or a mindful way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's such a great point, too. And I didn't really even think about that or make that differentiation. But it is so true. You know, I feel like there is relaxation found in both. And I think maybe it just depends on what you're looking for in that particular moment. But I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah, I love that mindless versus like mindful relaxation because there definitely is a difference there. Yeah, I think it's I think it's also like you have you have that kind of when you want to get away from things and then when you want to sort things out. And I feel like, you know, mindless is getting away and then like ah. mindful. Yeah, you kind of like try to work out your problems versus when, you know, you have everything running smoothly, but you do need a break. And yeah. so um, that's so true. Yeah. And then, and Caitlin, you mentioned earlier about, you know, there are like a lot of apps and a lot of like technology going into making maybe yoga more widespread nowadays. But do you think it's possible to maybe find relaxation techniques through technology, like playing video games, watching TV, that kind of thing? Yeah, I think that's such an interesting question because I kind of go back and forth. I know personally, I would much rather disconnect from technology. I feel much more relaxed when I'm not necessarily like scrolling through Instagram or, you know, (laughs) watching TV. I feel like it stresses me out just a bit. But I do know people who maybe will sit down and watch a movie and that relaxes them or they'll listen to music on their iPod and that's really a relax like a very relaxing activity for them so I think it kind of depends on your preference but I think personally mm-hmm. I would much rather just like yeah go to a park walk around um be outside but it is interesting I don't know what do you guys think like playing video yeah. games doing all that is that relaxing I don't I'm not sure 
Well, you know, on the topic of technology, social media is kind of a conundrum for me because I never had <laughs> any social media until actually after I got admitted to college. That very month, I created my Facebook account so I could connect with uh, my future classmates. So I went through a good, goodly portion of my life without any social media. And now that I've kind of explored that space for about one, one and a half to two years, I don't know how I feel about it because on the one hand, as you mentioned, Caitlin, mine must be scrolling down your newsfeed. Um, that's a great way to sort of distract yourself and or <laughs> procrastinate from more important work you should probably be doing at the time. But I think that in some ways it can actually add stress because, you know, you're looking at other people's photos and people are announcing different things going on in their lives and that can prompt some thinking on your own part. Should I be doing more? What am I missing out on? So sometimes I actually find a form of kind of rest and relaxation and unwinding is to actually shut off that social media, to disengage, to unplug and to kind of go on a walk, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I think it's also like I, I personally I do a lot of um I, I watch videos like mindlessly or I'll play them in the background of like my favorite YouTubers. So they'll yeah. just be in the back. But yeah, I definitely think it's, you know, sometimes it's good to maybe just take a break, read a book, <laughs> calm yourself down. And like social media in general is just like a flurry act of activity. You know, yeah. you've got all of this stuff going on yeah. and then you've got like news sites too, which are like mm-hmm. everything going on in the world. Like, wow, Brangelina just split up. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, sometimes, I like, I think it can, yeah. especially because everything is so condensed on a yes. Twitter feed or on, you know, a Facebook status, mm-hmm. and so as you're scrolling, it's like, oh my gosh, the world, you know, it's like, oh, it can be oh, very soul-crushing, because right. as you're scrolling, it's just like thing after thing after thing, when mm-hmm. in reality, you know, not everything is, like, so impactful on your mm-hmm. own life, but it's right. it can be hard to kind of take a step back and realize that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's very it's a lot of stimuli all at once. And I think for me, when I'm trying to relax, I'm trying to minimize the amount of stimuli because I associate a lot of stimuli with me kind of in the hustle and bustle of everyday life. So when I want to decompress, I kind of want to reduce, you know, the number of things (laughs) I'm having to pay attention attention to. And you're right. You know, on social media, you have photos and videos and, you know, cat fights between people and you have news and it's a lot to process. Yeah, I definitely agree. It can be a tad bit overwhelming. Yeah, do you think that's one of the reasons why people are so stressed out today, that they have all these new stimuli that have kind of pervaded their world that, you know, maybe we didn't have a decade, two decades ago? Yeah, I mean, I think that could definitely be part of it, because I do think about that a lot, how, you know, I know many people are stressed with school or work or just their daily activities, but then I think because of social media that just adds so much like we were saying there's literally just everything as you're scrolling you're seeing world news and you're seeing things between friends and it can it can be a lot to take in so I think that that is part Mm -hmm. of it but I think that people are starting to find good coping mechanisms for stress and you know hopefully everyone listening can find theirs yeah yeah and you know I 
you mentioned so many different things about stress and you mentioned your own ways, which I think are great. And, you know, I'm definitely going to use some of those, (laughs) Uh, especially like the walking tip for sure. Well, thank you so much, Caitlin, for the wonderful insight and all of these different methods of relaxing. You are one busy and incredible person. And if you can find that crucial time to unwind, I think we can all find something to learn. Uh, I'm Brigitte Gia. Support our show and these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. For more information on how to go do this, go to bethestarur.org and follow our blog. Again, that website is bethestarur.org. Don't go anywhere as we continue our talk on the gift of relaxation. The later it gets, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The positive message outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting and inspiring program. I'm Hannah Hundle, and you're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Today we are discussing the gift of relaxation. Hannah, this is a topic that's really important to you, right? It is. It definitely is. I think it's incredibly important to find ways, Brigitte, to decompress and unwind. We all have to recharge our batteries, all of us. Unfortunately, some of us have to learn that lesson the hard way, right? Yeah. (laughs) Good Lord. We work ourselves to the point of unbearable fatigue. And only after our bodies really tell us in no uncertain terms, we can't take this anymore. Do we give them that much-deserved R&R? You know, it's definitely been a journey for me to understand what a vital role sleep plays in everyday functioning. Mm -hmm. This has particularly played out in college, you know, when things can be a bit different. Classes in lab aren't as evenly spaced out as in high school. Office hours might punctuate the day at random times. Uh, study groups with friends may only be able to convene at odd hours. Sometimes I felt that kind of spontaneity and improvisation to everyday life <laughs> contribute to a kind of lack of routine on my part. And of course, wherever there's a lack of routine and a defined day-to-day structure, there's a good chance that there's also a lack of regular optimal sleep. Ooh. One week sticks out in my memory and not for good reason. No. I just had so much to do that week, you know, with my schoolwork, with my job and other extracurriculars. But I was getting suboptimal sleep pretty much every night that week. Mm-hmm. After about four days of that unhealthy and entirely unsustainable pattern, I had to stop myself and have a real conversation with me 
I was like, look, Hannah, this is affecting all aspects of your life and negatively so. You stay up late to do an assignment. You wake up the next morning tired, right? And then you're too fatigued to get work done efficiently and effectively throughout that day. You stay up another night to complete it, making you even more tired the next morning. It's a vicious cycle. It's the worst. (laughs) It's the worst. And I think anyone knows it. A lack of sufficient sleep affects every aspect of your life. It affects your mood. At least I know for myself, I'm a less kind person to others (laughs) if I'm unkind to myself that night before, giving myself less hours of sleep than I know I deserve. Um, Insufficient sleep affects your appetite. I know I definitely have the munchies if I'm staying up late working on things. And not to mention, if I stay up snacking into the night, I usually wake up really late the next day and then have to miss breakfast, which is a non-ideal start to the next day. So it carries over in a really perverse way. And the ramifications of not giving yourself enough, enough sleep are simply outstanding. We're not machines. Frankly, even overstrained machines can malfunction eventually. But we're not machines. We're people with real biological and physiological needs. And optimal sleep is certainly one of them. Yeah. But it can be really, really hard because, you know, in my view, that's the most apparent form of rest and relaxation, sleep. But, well, during during the day when we're awake, we also need to make sure we're letting our minds unwind. Mm -hmm. And it's an interesting paradox, I find, because I find that if I attempt to forego a much-needed study break for fear that I'll be wasting time, I actually become more unproductive. Isn't that crazy? I think if we Mm -hmm. let go of rest and relaxation, whether it be in the form of sleep or just a a few moments, five minutes, ten minutes to decompress, we actually become more unproductive. You know, my mind only absorbs so many facts and formulas and figures before it's just an overload and I need to give it time to process. So I've been really interested in looking into like different study techniques and time management methods to help me with this, right? Because we all know that sleep is important, but getting that good seven to eight hours every night doesn't happen for a lot of people. And the common excuse that runs is, well, you know, I'm too busy. I have this to take care of, that to take care of. But if we could just find a way to be super efficient throughout the day, Mm -hmm. I think we could all find ways to get a a sufficient number of hours of sleep each night. So one time management technique that my friend actually told me about that I'm going to give it a try. um, (laughs) It's called the Pomodoro technique. Have you heard of it, Brigitte? I haven't actually, but it sounds pretty cool. (laughs) Pomodoro. so So it was developed by Francesco Cirillo. I believe that's how you say it, in the, 19, the late 1980s. And the gist of it is that you work for 25 minutes. Now, when I say you work for 25 minutes, you give your work your all that 25 minutes. It is 25 minutes of full, undivided attention. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you take a five-minute break. And then you repeat that set three times, and then you take a slightly longer break. So I'm oh, going to actually awesome. read to you. Yeah, I'm going to actually read to you directly off the website what they say. So they say, number one, choose a task you'd like to get done. They say something big, something small, something you've been putting off for a million years. It doesn't matter. What matters is that it's something that deserves your full undivided attention, mm-hmm. right? And step number two, they say, is to set the, the alarm or the Pomodoro oh. um, for 25 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I love that and, word. <laughs> yeah. And they say to make an oath to yourself that I will spend 25 minutes on this task and I will not interrupt myself. And then number three, they say, is to, to immerse yourself in that work for 25 minutes. And they say, quote, if you realize you suddenly have something else you need to do, 
write that task down and put it on a sheet of paper, but don't, but dedicate yourself to what you planned on doing originally in that 25 minutes. So no distractions. And then number four, when the, when the alarm rings, um, congratulations, you know, now you can take <laughs> your, your short five minute break. Um, so you, then you repeat that set. And then eventually after a couple of repetitions, you can take a longer break. So I haven't actually tried this out, but I really want to, because what they claim is that it can help you, um, one, find out how much effort an activity requires, two, cut down on interruptions, three, estimate the effort for activities. So I, I think mm-hmm. that's something worthwhile trying out, you know. I think it was yeah. Einstein who said that insanity is doing the same thing twice and expecting different results. So I'm always a fan <laughs> of trying out new things if I find that there are areas of my life that need some improvement, um, ways that I can innovate. Just give it a try, you know. So. Yeah, and I, you know, it, it kind of, I, I don't know if it's like, I, it's definitely not the same thing, but the vibe of the Pomodoro technique kind of reminds me of like bullet journaling, where you have that like, you know, like this setup of a new and innovative way to do something, to organize your life, um, that's, you know, that's kind of cutesy, and like, is actually like super effective, and is adorable, and it's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it reminds me definitely of bullet journaling, where uh, I just started a bullet journal, and you know, there's that like, cutesy vibe to it you can organize Mm -hmm. it and like you can make it nice and then it also helps you get through everything and I think it's great that the method really has breaks I like breaks but um I think it's it's also funny though because um if you look at I guess like the SAT they have like just thinking about that yeah you know the 20 minute and then they have like Mm -hmm. a five minute break and so I feel like maybe maybe college board has caught on earlier than we have like yo this is this is a good way to kind of get your brain working again after after a period of like intense study so i I, it sounds great man i want to give this a try (laughs) it sounds cool i mean there must be some science behind it right you know i was actually i was thinking of the sat and the act that's what was coming into my mind when i read that 25 minute five minute working and, and break division of time um, and, and I think the science is definitely working against you if you operate by the mentality that taking a break is wasting time. Um, it, it's very clear that I, I think there's no, you know, trained professional who doesn't say, I mean, even athletes, right? When yeah. they're working out strenuously, when you're training for a marathon, you have, you're instructed to give your body recovery time, you know? And I, and I yeah, think we need yeah. to give ourselves some mental recovery time as well when when we're studying really hard so I think the science is working against you if you are against giving yourself a break (laughs) you know definitely be kind to yourself um yeah this seems like a really interesting technique to try do you have any ways that you like to kind of manage time or do you ever encounter yourself kind of struggling to get to clutch that seven to eight hours (laughs) (laughs) I I really like um like making making lists are my favorite like checklists and there's just that satisfying feeling you know and then it's it's kind of relaxing for me personally to put together everything you know you put everything in a certain order like three o'clock I'm gonna do this five o'clock I'm gonna do this Mm. and like Mm -hmm. making the list itself is just like wow (laughs) (laughs) and it's funny that you at the beginning you mentioned like I you know you went through this cycle of not having enough sleep and I feel like throughout like our more intense educational years (laughs) I feel like we really go through a lot of that I think uh one week 
uh, earlier this year, I had a, I had one of those, you know, where you just get five hours of sleep every yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just, you know, you in the afternoon, so you've gotten five hours of sleep in the afternoon, you can't do your work because you haven't gotten sleep. And so you just kind of like go off in a daze and then you have mm-hmm. to stay up late and finish your work. And then like the next and it's just, whew, my grades may have taken a dip that week <laughs> to oh, like yeah. boost back up. Very rough. <laughs> you know, I actually, it, it, it's incredibly serious. I mean, I actually knew a girl in high school who for two days, she didn't get sleep. And by the end of that 48-hour period, she was on her way to hallucinating. Oh, my but God. crazy, the ramifications. And they're incredibly, incredibly important to consider, I think, as we kind of plan out our days. But that needs to, we need to prioritize better if, if sleep isn't something that we're getting. Um, and I think Wasteep is kind of on a broader level as well. I mean, even Kanye West, you know, <laughs> with the news that recently came out that he was suffering from exhaustion oh, and, and yeah, cancer yeah. scores, right? You know, I think it's just resounding how important it is to give ourselves time to decompress. Definitely. And, uh, you know, I think... Um, shoot, I was going to say something. I haven't had a lot of sleep today either. I'm like, <laughs> I can't remember anything. But, like, it just... it. I think scientifically, or I heard somewhere, right, that um, I think it's something like sleep. You, your body doesn't technically like need sleep. It's just that we some. The only reason we need it is that we like get tired. <laughs> so it's just yeah. It's not even uh, you know anything that really like refills us or something like that or like is supposedly like essential but it is essential because we get tired and like our bodies really do need that refresh yeah oh yeah and in addition to our minds you know I noticed such a difference in my skin and Mm -hmm. kind of like the the lushness of my hair you know after full nights uh, full nights of sleep you wake up and you just you look better and you feel better and Mm -hmm. and I think I approach my day better I conquer it better Mm -hmm. um you know just waking up waking up well rested So this has been a terrific segment. I think we've covered a lot of ground and I think we've highlighted that rest and relaxation and and probably their most recognizable form, which is sleep, is really a gift that we ought to give ourselves. So during the break, everyone, please visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, blogs, and more. I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Also, please visit our website at bethestarur.org and watch our fun and informed videos at youtube.com slash bethestarur. Stay right here as we continue our amazing discussion on the gift of relaxation. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Hannah Hundel, and our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. Today on Express Yourself, we are discussing the gift of relaxation. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Today we have on a veteran host of Express Yourself, Alex Palakos, giving us the health wrap. Ever wondered how taking a break from the hustle and bustle of life is linked to better health outcomes? Well, I think Alex is here to tell us. Welcome back to the program, Alex. Hi, guys. Uh, this is Alex Palakos, and here is the health wrap. So the theme of tonight's show is the gift of relaxation. So sit back, relax, and find out why relaxation is so important to our physical and mental health. Now, as many of you regular listeners know, the Health Wrap has talked a lot in the past about the dangers of stress. Being in a constant state of anxiety and always being under a lot of stress does harm to our bodies. The problem with having too much stress and anxiety is that our, our body becomes flooded with chemicals. and These chemicals can be really helpful if you are stressed in an emergency situation, as you know, as they can help you fight or flight. But if you are getting stressed in everyday life, these chemicals really don't serve uh, that, sor- that sort of purpose, and they accumulate in your system, and they actually wear down your body. Basically, you get stressed, your anxiety increases, and your body releases adrenaline and stress hormones, such as cortisol. But too much adrenaline and cortisol cause real health problems. These problems include heart disease, asthma, obesity, diabetes, depression, gastrointestinal problems, accelerated aging, and premature death. In addition, too much stress weakens our immune system, making us a lot more susceptible to catching illnesses. So the best way to combat stress is its opposite, with relaxation. With proper relaxation techniques, we can actually keep our stress levels down and keep those harmful chemicals from hurting our body. It is definitely important to note that when I talk about relaxation, I'm not talking about just lying down on the couch or going to sleep. On the contrary, deep relaxation that combats stress is actually a process that takes some practice and concentration. Now, it isn't difficult but it does need a little time and effort to achieve maximum benefits. If you are wondering how long you have to practice relaxation techniques to help to reduce stress, uh, the experts the experts suggest about 15 to 20 minutes. When you learn relaxation techniques, your heart rate slows down, your muscles relax, breathing becomes slower and deeper, blood pressure drops, and your body can get into a healing state. In fact, when you learn to relax and reduce stress, you will end up with more energy, better sleep, a stronger immune system, better concentration, and more balanced emotions. It seems strange that trying to relax can actually be difficult. It's just that when we are anxious and stressed and too many thoughts are racing through our brain, it can be hard to calm down. That's why there are a number of different techniques that people use to help get into a relaxation state. For example, there's meditation, massage, yoga, 
hot baths, music, and relaxation exercises. You can experiment with different techniques to help you find something that helps you relax. Remember, the gift of relaxation is so very important to help us fight off the bad effects of the stress that all of us experience in life. Wow. Thank you, Alex. That's a ton of information to take in and all very, very interesting. Could you tell us a little bit about a relaxation technique that maybe you use that can help reduce stress and aid in sleeping? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Here's a technique that can really help at bedtime. Lay in your bed under your covers. First, take a minute to simply breathe slowly and deeply. Take a deep breath and tense your toes and feet for a few seconds. You know, about three Mm -hmm. to four seconds would be fine. Mm -hmm. Then exhale slowly and release the tension. Now take a deep breath and tighten your lower leg muscles. Hold for a few seconds and then relax again with the exhale of breath. Breathe in and tense your upper legs. Hold the tension and then relax. Breathe in and tense your stomach and lower back. Hold for a few seconds and then relax. You know, so you're going to do the same technique and continue with the same technique with your chest, upper back, Mm -hmm. hands, arms, shoulders, and neck. And finally, after you've completed all that, try and tense your whole body, hold for a few seconds, then slowly exhale. If you do all of this, you will find that sleep comes a lot easier, even if you went to bed all stressed out and you might have been having trouble sleeping. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And like, I, I guess it's like artificial stressing and then like de-stressing, which kind of gives you a feeling of control over your body, you know, like, uh, okay, relax. And so I think that's really great. Uh, Alex, do you have any other suggestions for how people can really learn to relax? Uh, yeah, I do. And I think one of the best methods out there for relaxation is to learn how to meditate. Mm-hmm. However, you know, this can involve <laughs> a lot of reading to understand how to properly use meditation to relax. But there's an interesting alternative that can help immediately, and that is to go and download a guided meditation soundtrack app to your smartphone. Just sit back, close your eyes, and listen to the guided meditation with or without the help of background music. These apps are really popular because they really do help you relax. Wow, that's super interesting. You know, what's interesting, Alex, is that technology has been a theme that's popped up throughout today's program. Um, We've all had different opinions on if technology can be helpful for relaxation or if it's just added stimuli. Um, But the apps, Caitlin, who was actually on in in the first segment, she was talking about these apps as well. And um, she was talking about a yoga app, which can be really helpful if you want to get involved with that, um, which I think is it's something that I've done for a long, long time. And I found it particularly helpful for, you know, sleep and decompressing and all that sort of thing. Um, but you're right that these apps have become really popular and, and they're very accessible now. And it's making some of these activities like meditation and yoga more accessible to people, especially young people who before wouldn't give it a second thought, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, it just, just makes it easier to access. Yeah, yeah. wow. And, you know, it's just... Um, I really, I, I've actually tried some of these yoga apps, which are, and they're really nice. And I feel like they, they can kind of work for everybody who has access to a smartphone. And it's nice that you brought up the soundtrack app as well. 
um, where you can really just close your eyes and relax. And so, Alex, um, you've mentioned all of these great ways to kind of calm yourself down in general. Uh, but what are some of the like some that you can recommend personally or that you've maybe like tried out and has have any of them worked for you? Um, I did try the first one I described, the, the breathing technique. Mm-hmm. And I think that definitely works. I, I think that works pretty well. I just, uh, since I started researching this last week, I haven't had a chance to be in a really uh, super stressed situation. So mm-hmm. I, I think, uh, you know, a lot of these, uh, if you're having no trouble going to bed, it, it seems it would be, I think it would be harder to judge how well these techniques work. If you're using, you know, if you're trying to use them to relax at nighttime and if you're already relaxed, right. time, uh, you know, I'm still on winter break, so it's kind of <laughs> yeah. the most calm time I can have. Uh, Relax you're going to get, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's I, probably most of what I've been doing during the day is a little, it has been relaxation. So uh, I haven't really had a chance to uh, practice it. But I think uh, next time midterms come up would be a uh, a good time to give it a try. Yeah. You know, something that's uh, that's really interested in me is kind of like aromatherapy. And um, I, I think that's excellent for sleep as well as just to kind of, you know, in my room, for example, in my dorm in, in college, I have this like pumpkin spice uh, aroma that I like to spray. And I don't know, it's just sort of especially during like October, November, it kind of got me into the into the spirit of the season. And that was a lot of fun. But I really enjoy like lavender oil. And, you know, essential oils like that, something about that has a very calming effect on me. I don't know if either of you experienced that or have dabbled in that as well. Well, I've heard really good things about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I personally, I use like candles, which are kind mm. of like, you know, the scent and you're kind of like, wow, it's a, it's a nice <laughs> scent and you kind of really relax. And I think, yeah, I think scents in general, um, I think on one of the segments of this show, we had a... I think someone who who was specializing in like essential oils and like you know improving your health through your scent and or like smelling different essential oils and really calming yourself down through that. Yeah, and I was like, "Huh, that's pretty that's a pretty innovative way of kind of like really chilling and relaxing." <laughs> and mm-hmm. The same kind of thing actually works with uh, colors. Uh-huh. I, I oh. forget which one is relaxing, but I know that mm-hmm. if uh like if you had a big red poster of red, it, they've done studies and it actually makes subjects who are looking at it angrier. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, the, the, the seeing red when mm-hmm. someone's angry, they see red actually has a, a you know, a grain of truth to it. Yeah, scientific. <laughs> and I, so I think yeah. either blue or green was the color for relaxing, but I don't remember... Uh, you know, it was either a blue, green, maybe purple, some something in that shade. Yeah, yeah, and I think um, I sometimes I I have to go to like debate tournaments and they have casual dress and I try to like dress in a way and I've searched up like what colors to wear and they have certain colors that if you wear them it'll calm the other person down and like make them believe in you more or whatever and I think it's really cool that <laughs> color actually affects it as well like all right color psychology let's go. <laughs> Wow, that's super interesting. And I've definitely heard that as well, like cooler colors versus warmer colors and the different effects that they can play. Um, I think another theme throughout the show has been kind of thinking about what works for us personally in terms of relaxation and then trying to discern if there's any science behind that. You know, we've talked about listening to music 
um, turning to loved ones, speaking with friends, mm-hmm. um, and and I'm sure there's a lot of a lot of science behind kind of connection and um, and reaching out to people as a form of unwinding and decompressing, right, Alex? Yeah, yeah. There's there's just so much on that. I think we could probably do an, an uh, you know an entire segment on just on you know the mm-hmm. connections you have with people and how that uh, you know could. It really affects a whole range of emotions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I feel like um, just just hanging out with people that you know is really, really nice, and like who know you, so you can chill. Um, well, thank you so much, Alex, for going through all of these different methods and of of like scientifically proven relaxation. Uh, I'm definitely gonna try out some of these for myself, and they look really good. <laughs> We've gotten some feedback from you as well, which is great. Um, guys, be sure to stay tuned for our next uh, segment, and during the break, be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org, which stands for Be The Star You Are 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. More information under our events at our website at btsya.org. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Hannah Hundle. Visit expressyourselfteenradio.com for more information about our show. When we come back, we will continue our inspiring conversation. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, and today's hour is all about relaxation. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Hannah Hundle. In this segment, we have the lovely Katie Lyons here to give us her words of wisdom on relaxation. Hi, Katie. Thank you for joining us. Hi. Um, so as an athlete, free time for re- relaxation can be really hard to come by because at this point in, in our lives, we're balancing school and homework and practices, and it makes relaxation even more important but it's even more difficult to come by. Um, Relaxation can mean a lot of different things. For athletes, it might mean taking a break from working out and doing something like sedentary, like homework, to relieve physical stress, or it might be taking a break from homework and working out to relieve mental stress. Um, Physical relaxation is super important because you can't work out all the time without just stopping for like a minute to relax, especially for athletes. Um, it's really important to take breaks from working out. Otherwise, it might end up hurting you more than it helps you. Um, if you don't let your body recover, you're going to end up getting injured. 
Because, well, for example, I overused the muscles in my right arm, and so they never got a chance to recover. And every time I, like, swam or played water polo, there was, um, like, pain in my elbow because it had to compensate for the muscles in my arm because I never let it recover. And that never would have happened if I just rested for a couple days and allowed my body to recover. Um, Relaxation mentally is also important for athletes because if you're too focused on sports, then it can take away from other parts of your life such as school and family and friends. And if you relax and spend time with your family and friends, it can really help you mentally because you're happier and you're not stressed out about other things. Um, Well, I know for me, at least, (laughs) relaxing can make me feel guilty because, you know, you have have homework that you haven't started yet and you probably should go work out. So um, what I like to do is I get everything done as soon as possible and I don't put it off to the last minute so that after it's done, I don't have anything to worry about and I can just relax. Mm-hmm. Like on the weekends and things, I like to get everything done like early, like Saturday morning. And then I wow. just have, yeah, and then I have <laughs> the rest of the <laughs> Yeah. So if I don't do that, then I just like, I spend my free time worrying about what I have to do later and I'm not really relaxing. Mm-hmm. And then um, practice helps me relax, even when I have lots of homework, because I practice, like, what I'm currently doing is the only thing I have to worry about, because, like, thinking about how much homework I have isn't going to help me. Like, I don't have to worry about it until I get home, because I can't improve the situation or my homework load by stressing about uh, about it. Um, because, like, practice, like, mm-hmm. you can't really do anything other than practice. So it's, like, an opportunity to take break from school and just focus on other things. Right, right. You know, I love how, yeah, you know, I love how you mentioned that, how important it is to give your body time to recover. And that as an, so I personally am not an athlete, but like I'm in college right now and one of my roommates is an athlete. And I see her, you know, every night giving herself a lot, like an adequate amount of sleep um, and definitely giving her body time to recover in between workouts. And I would imagine it's really hard because you probably want to get out there and keep playing and get back on the field or get back in the game and it's probably really hard to have to restrain yourself and say no I need it I need to sit this out for my body Mm -hmm. yeah so does working out ever help you you Mm -hmm. yeah go ahead oh oh I was just gonna say like I I feel like swimming especially is just like really strenuous and (laughs) it's just wow I your arm your shoulder was it It, you got my elbow you know, you didn't, yeah, that's really rough. And, yeah. you know, I feel like you guys have, like, cooling down as well, though, right? Yeah. And that's, like, definitely part of, like, swimming as well. Gotta take yeah. a breather. <laughs> yeah. So, there are definitely so a lot of how does, how does... Who, who don't like to work oh, out. Ahead, but I think, yeah, I was just gonna say that there's definitely a lot of people who don't like to work out. That's kind of, like, the bane of their existence. But it seems yeah. like working out kind of helps you relax, right? Yeah. Because it, like, it takes my mind off of, like, all the stress of, like, school and other things. And so sometimes when I'm, like, I have, like, a lot of work and I've been working for a while, like, on the weekend, I just, I go to the pool and I just swim for, like, an hour. And then I'm all, like, refreshed and I feel healthy and good. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like schoolwork, really, you use your mind a lot and you're just really focused and, like, everything's going on and all complicated. And then you can kind of cool off and really relax and I think that's just like a really nice feeling I know in the first segment we talked about like um taking a walk and just doing some physical exercise and I guess there's definitely like science behind that as well like releasing endorphins and wow it's it's definitely thank you for bringing that up it's a really good way to kind of relax and take a breather 
Mm-hmm. Um, can you provide us some insight on why it's important for athletes in particular to relax, like kind of some of that science that Brigitte is evoking about muscle recovery and, and so forth? Um, well, you just need to let your muscles rebuild themselves because if you work out all the time, then you're just constantly tearing the muscles apart and you never give them the chance to rebuild so you can get stronger. So you'll just be really sore all the time and your muscles won't ever like rebuild and you'll just like, it's not good. Oh no. Has that ever happened to you in particular? Um, yeah, for high school water polo season, um, we had eight practices a week and three of them were at five in the morning. So I was just really physically and mentally broken down because my muscles were so tired and overused and I was exhausted every day in school and I could barely stay awake and it was not good. Whoa. Now five in the morning. So so that's the time that my roommate actually gets up because she does crew and, and she practices up at five in the morning and So for me, when I work out, I personally like to work out at night, but I've read a lot of literature that says if you work out early in the morning, first thing in the morning, that can really help boost your metabolism for the rest of the day. I don't know. What do you guys prefer? Um, Well, I know like getting up to work out really early in the morning isn't fun, but then like you get in the pool and like the water like wakes you up and um, I usually, yeah, I usually... I feel really, really awake for, like, my first, like, three periods, maybe. But then, mm-hmm. like, the rest of the day, like, I, like, struggle to stay awake. Oh, no. So, everything, yeah. Everything but, just goes down. Yeah. But, like, yeah. the actual practice, I feel really, like, good and healthy. Yeah, you know, I I, I used to do swimming. And I feel like, yeah, the, the water really wakes you up. <laughs> yeah. It's so cold and you just go... <laughs> It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do personally really, I, I like working out at night as well. Although I do, I do like the rush in the morning. But I feel like, I, I don't know, I, I feel like the the sky, when it's dark, it just, I get really, like, introspective. And I'm like, wow, you know, I'm just here working out and sweating and being healthy. <laughs> oh, man. And it's just like, oh. And so, Katie, you mentioned, you know, like, you've got a lot of schoolwork going on, and then you've also got practice. And, you know, you mentioned earlier that, like, sometimes it's hard to really let go and relax stuff going on. So, can you always manage to, you know, make time to relax? Do you have to forego that step or, you know, forego relaxing completely? Um, well... Uh, usually I have time, but there are some days where, like, I just, I don't have time to do anything other than buckle down and get all my work done, because for high school water polo, there were some days where I left my house at five in the morning, and then I didn't get home until eight at night, and so I was up, and I had, like, tests and things, so I was up until, like, midnight doing homework, and so, like, those days, like, I don't have time to relax, I just have to, um, get everything done so I can sleep for a bit. Wow. Now, if you ever want to relax outside the realm of working out or swimming, are there other things you like to do? Do you, in the previous segments, we were talking about harnessing technology for relaxation purposes. You know, for some of us, going on social media can be relaxing, watching movies, anything like that? Um, I love Netflix. And so when I, <laughs> yeah, so um, I like to like just get in bed in my sweatpants and watch Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I think that kind of ties in. Uh, we were talking earlier about like, hey, whether do you want to do technology a good idea for relaxation? And like, I feel like do you endlessly play things on YouTube or you know movies on Netflix and then kind of like you know 
disconnect from the world <laughs> through the movie. Yeah. And like, yeah. I, I feel like... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I want to hear it. Yeah, no, that, that's a great point. Just finding different ways to, to disconnect, as you mentioned. You know, like, I feel like working out and kind of watching Grey's Anatomy, as you mentioned, Katie, it's, it's yeah. kind of similar. Would you say, like, you, you can take your mind off things, and, like, there's definitely, like, mm-hmm. a different relaxing by really, like, working out, and then, like, relaxing by kind of, you know, taking from it. And I think it's really nice that you've got two different ways to really <laughs> well, I guess not breathe, because you'll be in the water. So. <laughs> but, like, you know, you've listed a lot of, like, things about like to relax. Are there any other ways to kind of relax physically and mentally? Um. Well, napping is always a good option. And then uh, hanging out with friends, just, like, relaxing from, like, stress and things. And then watching, like, movies or Netflix in bed. And then I go hot tubbing a lot because it it feels really good on sore muscles and you just relax. Mm. And I like hiking. You're just out in like nature. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you mentioned hanging out with friends and that reminded me of one of the ways that I love to relax, which is just eating food with people, (laughs) which sounds pretty crazy. But now I actually, so I grew up in a relatively small town, but now I'm, I'm living in Boston and there's so much to do in Boston. And one of my favorite aspects about Boston is all the different food places and all the different types of food that you can try that I've never tried before. So I love hanging out with friends. And, you know, we go out and we and we get food and, and we talk. But I love just, like, mm-hmm. experimenting with different types of ice cream. And I'm finding all new things every day. It's really fun. Wow. <laughs> that's actually, that's pretty awesome, too. And, yeah, you know, it all ties in, like, when you're really someone I feel like it's easier to be yourself around that you can kind of relax so I think it's really great that you were able to mention that as a way of kind of often really pulling back okay well thank you so much Katie for this great segment showcasing how relaxation is really a much deserved gift that we owe ourselves sometimes when we're really stressed uh thank you to Star Style Productions Cynthia Bryan be the star you are and our voice our engineer Matt. Thanks to our guests and reporters across the world, and thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Brigitte, G- and I'm Hannah Hundle, and you have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For more info on our creative community, go to btsya.org and our main site at bethestarur.org. Until next week, remember: be kind, be relaxed, and be here. Speak up. Speak out and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars could shine between the lines if you would let yourself.